his 35,000 career points today. 35,000? Yeah. There's only three... Pl- he'll be the third player to ever do it. Really? In history, yeah. And he's playing Durant, Harden, and Ar- Irving. Curry. They're all on the nets. So it's like a big game. So it's a big game. So I'm kind of pissed I can't watch it. Well, that's tough titties, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's bad timing. Anyway. That's not my problem. Are you recording already? You fucking cheeky fuck. Not my problem, friend. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's Cracking One Open with Christian and Bo and we're on meth. <laughs> I think that's the first time. I'm going to leave that in as the <laughs> yeah. introduction to the episode. That's the first time you've ever introduced, intro, done the introduction to an episode. Fuck this guy. I'm, I'm going to do that shit every time. Man. Yo, what's up? What's up? How are you been? Not bad. Hey, just before we go ahead, I just want to tell everyone at home, it's not about, because you deleted the last episode accidentally. Shout out to Christian. It's not what you earn, it's what you save. Save your fucking money. It doesn't matter. I'm on 180k a year. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Save the money. Where's it gone? Oh, I spent it on fucking Smashed Avo with Christian. Hey, I love Smashed Avo. Save your money. Anyway. Yeah, so the last episode, we did record another episode recently, but um, Pro Tools was a bit of a piece of shit. Thanks, Pro Tools. Thanks, Avid, you fucks. Did you say thanks, Abba? Avid. Oh, Avid. Yeah, thanks, Avid. Uh, thanks. Yeah, and the uh, lost the, f- the audio files for the last episode. So uh, this is technically, I think, episode 10, but um, I think now it's episode 9. I think. I, I might be wrong. Anyway, we're doing another one for you. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah, here we what are, What are we guys? drinking? We're drinking yeah. some bloody Shiraz I- again. So I think... Uh, this time we've got the lemon tonic. And have you tried tasted it yet? It's I haven't so actually tried good. it yet. So this is the Four Pillars Shiraz. Gin from uh, Four the Four Pillars Bloody Shiraz with the, with the uh, lemon tonic, the dirty lemon tonic. Oh, the, sorry, the bitter lemon tonic from mm. uh, Dr. Strangelove tonics. Is that the local one? Yeah, it's another local one. That's, um, that's interesting. Do you like that? That's got a tang to it. That's oh, got a real so tang. Good. And that's because of the tonic, right? It is right? so good. Were we saying this last time, the tonic industry changed the gin industry? Yeah, I said that the tonics changed the industry like, yeah. Made gins more popular. Was that on the episode you deleted? <laughs> I can't remember. Let's say it again. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it was on the. No, 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 it wasn't. It was on the episode. Don't say it again because it was. <laughs> okay, don't say it. Now again. you're repeating. Anyway, yourself. in general, um, the tonics make the gin just as much as the gin. Yeah, makes absolutely. The yeah. Mm. That's good. Delicious. It tastes like the Yarra Valley. Yeah. So uh, we're on the back end of another five-day lockdown. Yes. Um, another five days that Big Grape went bust. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the big grape stock just plummeted. It plummeted. It yeah. absolutely Bitcoin plummeted. Bitcoin went up and big grape went down. Bit, Bitcoin went up. Big grape just absolutely plummeted on the stock exchange today. Declining um, grape. Everyone was just frantically selling their shares. But the buyback yesterday was incredible. Yeah, and then <laughs> it, it spiked again. again. It just reacted straight away. Yeah, everyone yeah. all of a sudden buying it up again. So another five-day lockdown. So joke's on you. Mm, another five-day lockdown, but we're out of it again. You'd think that um, the third lockdown would be the last, but we probably thought that about the first. Oh, there's going to be so. more. Let's be honest. There's going to be more. I was having this conversation with someone the other day, though, that um, why didn't we just lock down the northern suburbs? I mean, we did that originally. Remember months mm. and months, of, like mm-hmm. back in early twi- 2020, pardon me. Yeah. Back in early 2020, we did a northern suburb only lockdown. That's where it was this time. Why Why did we have to lock down like Pakenham? Why what, Pakenham out to fucking Druin? Like why? Yeah, well, the Yarra Valley as well, right? Like, what? What's the point? Well, I I get it though. Like, I get play devil's advocate here. Like, get on it early. Like, yeah. Look, I'm not I'm not upset that they they had to just, like jump on it. I understand they have to jump on it and quickly do something. But at the same time, fuck the tennis. <laughs> fuck the tennis, which is essential work. Fuck the stupid fucking tennis. And yeah, um, that's yeah. Shit. Fuck locking down everyone for another five days. I'm mostly upset because it may interrupt beer fest. Beer Fest is coming up. I've what? got tickets to Beer Fest and I'm going to be really fucking upset if it gets cancelled. Hang on. Beer Fest is different to Oktoberfest. How? Uh, so this is a festival. I'm going to shout it out because I had such fun last year. Um, it happens in St. Kilda in the Katani Gardens and it's like 50 breweries go. It's um, oh. an outdoor event. They all have a little marquee. They sell some beers. They might have some beers just for the event, some limited stuff. There's a bunch of food trucks. 
there's a little tent where people are doing comedy. There's some stand-ups and there's a music oh, really? stage where there's some music acts get up. Mm. And uh, yeah, we went last year. We had an absolute ball and we're going again this year and uh, we've got our tickets and uh, me and Emily are getting a room in St. Kilda and staying in St. Kilda for the night. Oh, shit. And I'm going to be really fucking pissed off if Beer, Kip, Beer Fest gets cancelled. When's that? What month's that? It's not this weekend. It's next weekend. Which for the listeners is Which towards the end of... Which for the listeners is... Uh, when was that drive I had to cancel for you? The, the, the 27th oh, and the 28th. 20- oh, that date. I hate that date. Yeah. I don't like So if I get this episode, I'll, I'll get this episode out before then. If you're <laughs> yeah. listening to this and you can quickly get a ticket, do it. Because it's a fucking great day out. There was a, there was a truck there last time. With a, they had a big fucking smoker on the outside of their truck and they were smoking briskets and stuff all day and just fucking doing these brisket and slaw burgers and they were so fucking good. What what beer goes with though, that brisket stuff? Well, is there a match? Yeah, there probably would be. Is it like an IPA or a stout or is it because it's brisket? Mm, uh, maybe not go something so heavy as a stout because the food is already so heavy. So um, I would say something really crisp like a lager to cut through that fat in your mouth. The same way that you would have... Cabernet. The same way that you would have um, like a, a sharp Chardonnay or white wine with a creamy sauce, oh, right. like yeah, a yeah, carbonara yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, the same way you do that, maybe, yeah, maybe I'd go like a Pilsner or something, something sharp. Pilsner. Yeah, so, so beer matching with food matching, like with wine, that's Beer matching a with thing. food matching is, yeah, that's a thing. Like, is it, but beer's a thing, right? You match it with food? You can, yeah, 100%. See, I, but no one talks about that. Yeah, I know. It's not so a it's huge like, oh, I'm thing. Drinking it's like, a it's wine. Crowny and this goes good with the Monarch. <laughs> well, VB goes really, really great with ice. You know, Victoria bitter goes really well when you're sour and living in the state of Victoria because you're locked down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, VB and, goes really, really well with crystal meth. <laughs> crystal That's what I meant with ice. So it's big in Wodonga. <laughs> and sure. Shepherd and shit, that's where. And Badger's Creek. <laughs> Badger's Creek. No, no, she- Shep Town. Shout out to Shep Town and Bendigo, the uh, meth capitals of Victoria. Are they really? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Sorry to anyone that's from them and I'm incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost Shit. our entire Shepherd and demographic. It doesn't matter. All our viewers are Spanish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, vaya con Dios. Ah, mi casa, su casa. Ooh, shita, shita. We're going to do this every episode. We're going to go on a, a Spanish tangent because of our one Spanish listener. Yes, me and Canta. Yeah, yeah. Me and Canta, Spanish listener. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, coming on the, off of this. What did you do for the five-day lockdown? Oh, actually, me and my um, my partner, my better ninety percent half, because I'm only ten percent ten percent of it, because she's ninety percent better than me, and I'm ten percent just trying to. And I own fifty percent of your company. We um, we we jumped around. We stayed at her place, then we stayed at my apartment, then we went to the Yarra Valley for a few nights. So every night was nice. Oh, did you? <laughs> we did you like went, a mini road trip around Melbourne. You went and rented your Airbnb. For I, I rented I rented off myself my own Airbnb. Yeah. And um, how did you rate yourself as a stayer? Oh, pretty shit. I, I, I had diarrhea and um, the toilet, I didn't clean it when I left. Oh, that's going to hurt, that hurt your scores. Yeah. When I get Airbnb checkouts, there's like a common thing with the short stay people is they leave shit stains on the toilet yep. and they always have diarrhea that splashes back underneath the toilet rim like seat. Nice. And when you lift it up, it's always... <laughs> and I'm like, why do I have to clean my own Airbnb? <laughs> I'm going to catch Ricky fucking to COVID through the shit. Pay what? Ricky to go clean your Airbnb. Actually, he did come over once with my mate and, and they cleaned it and they cleaned the spa and I used to have this portable spa on my balcony. And um, That spa's probably got so much semen. I've had to it. replace it. I've, I just threw the second one out. You know what you should do? You should give that, you should give that spa a pregnancy test. <laughs> it, it's it's going to have gangbang babies. It'll, it'll, <laughs> it's, I reckon you stick a pregnancy test in that spa, it would come out positive. If, you, if, if, if a woman sat on the filter... <laughs> She'd be hun- pregnant. She'd get pregnant. No, <laughs> don't let Beck in that spa. Don't let Beck in that spa. Don't let me in the spa. There's no heat smart. that could. There's no amount of heat that could kill all that sperm. Yeah, I did clean the filter once after this German chick stayed there, and she met a, an Australian guy. Oh, Scheiser. Yeah, and there was a lot of Scheiser. <laughs> there's a lot of Scheiser in the spa. Oh, Scheiser. There's a lot of Cranksy in the vault. Oh, yeah, I d- yeah. Some people use the spa, some, and you could tell that there was bad things happening. I've also got a shower grill in the shower, obviously, um, and it, and it, ho- it holds a lot of bacteria of the way it's set up. And when I lift it up to clean it all the time, I swear there's male ejaculation liquid always caught in the um, in the drain to get out. It doesn't get out. <laughs> so tasty. I just shout out to anyone who cleans their Airbnbs uh, and goes through similar things like me. Tasty. 
Yeah, there's a lot of protein in my apartment in different areas. Uh, protein. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Shout out to renting your place in Airbnb. That's why a lot of people don't want to do it. <laughs> you and Beck uh, spent some time together. So who cooks? Uh, recently, Beck's got back into cooking. She used to be um, into cooking a lot back in the day. And she's like, she said she's refound it. And I, I think that's great because I can't stand it. So usually she's cooking up whatever. Um, we had a bunch of Mexican the other night. And then I'm making the pina coladas. We and she's eating meat again too. So the, the cooking's she's like, it's like all of a sudden... It's like all of a sudden she's found a cookbook that she can make every single recipe in. It's like all of a sudden yeah. her, her, the, the recipe she can cook has like tripled. Pretty much. And she's, she's like the leftovers queen. So she um, anything in my fridge she can make something out of. And uh, it's yeah. the greatest thing I've ever seen because I didn't even know how to cut in a capsicum until last week. <laughs> I'm not joking. And then she's bringing out turmeric and ginger. I'm like, what the fuck is this small shit you bought at Coles? She's like, this is really important factor in the meal. I'm like... That doesn't make sense. Like, it's not in powder form out of a packet. And I can't make it in two minutes. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Usually my dinner is a frozen fish or uh, a cooked chicken and then frozen veggies that I put in the microwave. There is no pots and pans. I just learned how to use a wok a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. I just got my first pan. Yeah, we got stone pans. And um, I don't know. I'm pretty limited with food. So bless her heart. She comes in and she's like, I got this. I'm going to make you a home-cooked meal. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm going to make you a home-chilled fucking drink. I make the cocktails. I let She's it. like your Jewish mother. Yeah, she is. She's like my sister, my auntie, my mother, my brother, whatever. She um, she cooks. <laughs> she cooks. Because <laughs> I can't. Does she have um, like one meal that is just like... Staple? This is her staple. This is I would like, s- it's really fucking good. And it's like, it's Beck's, Beck's recipe. I would say that she can... It's, that's hard. She can make um, good Mexican food. She knows how to whip the avocado in with the right spices and she makes the um. Hang on, is Mexican it as good as my rice. guac? You've had my guac a few times. Your guac's on. pretty fucking good. Yeah, thank but you. But you're like, you're a guy that comes, you're like, your dad's Gordon Ramsay, right? So... Um, yeah, my mum's my Nigella Lawson. <laughs> oh, imagine the baby of Gordon Ramsay and Nigella Lawson. It's like, where's the Coke? I don't know where the fucking Coke is. <laughs> what are you giving me some fucking Coke, Nigella? Where's the fucking glass cabinet to rack it off? You're fucking fired. You overcooked the fucking lamb. Where's the fucking lamb? It's like, Gordon, Gordon, I can't, I can't handle Mum, this apple, apple puree, you put it in for two seconds too long in the microwave. <laughs> Fuck! I can't stand this, Gordon. I'm going to Niagara. What is it? What do you call this banana puree? Bullshit! And the sun just comes out a raging cokehead that yells at people. Yeah. That's kind of calm. They, the, that, um, there's that thing they found coke in um, a few of Gordon's uh, restaurants in the bathrooms. They did like those swabs that like they, they you swab a surface and it comes up brightly coloured if it finds coke. And they did it in a bunch of his restaurants. And they um, he thought it was his... Um, he was blaming the staff, I think. Probably turns out it was Gordon all along. This is probably Gordon. He's just like scapegoated. Stuff. He literally like just racked the line and then quickly did the swab and was like, oh, fuck, someone's been doing coke in here. <laughs> He's like, oh, I couldn't remember I did the fucking coke. This is hotel hell. <laughs> this is hotel coke. Mm. No, I think I think a lot of people in the UK rack coke. I think that's a London's a bit of a capital of that, isn't it? Probably. Is this, is this where all his restaurants are, generally? London? Uh, London and America. I think he's got one in Vegas. Oh, there's a few in Vegas. You got the fish and chips. Didn't we get the fish and chips in Vegas? Gordon Ramsay fish and chips? Mm, Not me. Oh, sorry. That must have been one of my other 10 trips. Yeah. Why do you have to remind me that you've been other times? (laughs) That really hurts my feelings. (laughs) He's got Um, got a steakhouse, a fish and chip place. He's just covered. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know about the steakhouse. I didn't know about the fish and chip joint. Like a good proper British fish and chips. You know the link where the the In-N-Out burger is next to... Um, Flamingo Yeah Yeah in there When they built that That food street oh. And it's freaking good Like It's actually pretty high standard Fish and chips It's freaking good yeah, it's, I don't want to swear Because I know there's kids In Spain listening <laughs> um, So yeah Beck, Beck's, Beck's one dish Mexican rice It's just Mexican Mexican rice What does yeah. she do With the Mexican rice Why yeah. is it so good Well you know It's what it goes with I don't know She just makes it I don't know how to cook that shit So to me it's like magic I'm just like What the fuck how did you make that that jasmine rice go brown with this right, you know, central spices? <laughs> just like just mixing it all in and she the, and pulls the corn out kernels. She pulls out oils and stuff from the massages and puts them into pretty the much jojoba. She puts jojoba oil in my rice. Yeah, <laughs> that's essential oil. Have you heard about kakadu plum? Uh yeah, I have. Yeah, I just found that out the other day. I'm like, what the fuck is that from Northern Territory? And apparently, it's this massive like it was in shampoo I had. 
And she's like, this shit is so hard to find. Really? Yeah. I've heard of it before. I've I've heard about it in something. I'm learning so but much apparently about it's like It's like Murray River salt is like amazing salt. And yeah, plums, the kakadu plums are like, yeah, the bee's knees. Ernie Dingo was on that shit ages ago. Ernie Dingo? Yeah, well, you know, the community of indigenous people. Yeah, yeah. Was that racist? No, nah, well, he's, he's, he's up there, isn't he? Does he look, you come oh, is that area? an actual person? That's a real person. I thought that was <laughs> like slang for Aboriginal oh, people. No. I was like, Jesus Christ. No, no, no we, it's like Ernie we, Dingo. That's a, okay, I didn't know that. Right. Hey, back to your Airbnb. Yeah. Um, so you rate guests? Like, Is it like Uber, like a mutual rating system? Oh, Jesus, you said sound like something else. Did you say rate? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, man. Yeah, you ScoMo, do you rate people? Nah, man, that's always consensual. Um, Actually, can I just can I explain a story to you one time about a guest that checked in that kind of leaned? Tell us the story. Tell the viewers. It wasn't. It wasn't rape. It it just reminded me of it strangely because it felt like she was trying to rape me. If you're about to tell us a rape story, really (laughs) get ready, guys. I'm going to go to jail after this. No, no. Um, guest checked in. CSI team's going to rock up at your Airbnb. (laughs) I I used to let people in to my Airbnb because early on, when you you open an Airbnb, you want to get good ratings. You want to be there? You'd you be want... there to the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give them the key I don't know if I do it anymore, to be honest. Self-check-in's probably not... There's the better way to go for all accommodation, but I used to check people in, and this girl came one day, and um, she would have been, I don't know, late 30s, early 40s, and she kind of came in, and she, she's, like, she's like, my husband's going to come later. She told me in the message. Okay. And, I, and she's come in, and she's like... She kind of, like, was really friendly. Like, she's like, hey... Like, what do you do? Like, straight away, she's just on to me. She's like, what do you do? Like, you know, it's just us here. Like, it was within a minute, she was trying to caress me into the bedroom. And, Bullshit. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, and, I'm, and she's like, and she, and she told me her husband was coming as well. But she's like, it's, it, she said specifically, I've got an hour. And she was ready, she was, she was ready to just drop. And I, I and what, felt, Hang on. What? Why are you so sure she was coming on to you? It was just the energy she was putting out. And the question she asked, she was so interested in me. What do you do? So I freaked out. As if you don't get asked that on tours like all the time. Do you think you must no, think no. people are constantly coming on to you? No, 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 never on tours. That's ridiculous. People don't ask like, oh, what are you no, doing no, no, like never, during ever, the weeks and stuff? Ever. I take out lots of married women. Um, I'm friendly to everyone. I'm never putting out vibes like that. The difference is this this chick came on to me in this environment. It's a very innocuous question though. What do you do? So what do you do? No, no, but it was not like that. She's like, what do you do? Like she wanted to know about me. It was, just, trust me, the energy was there from her okay and it was weird because of how she did it so quick and i'm like it, it felt a bit rapey like she and i i i didn't trust it at all because she came on that quick that i thought she could just flip any minute and be like you know she, she could just say i assaulted her it's like a bad it's not a i don't think it's a good situation to be in okay two people in a private apartment that i own and she's coming in and like giving me that energy and i, I had to leave she was kind of telling me to stay and stay i'm like i it just felt rapey from her she to me. She was telling you to stay. It was stuff like that. I, it's vague now because it freaked me out at the time. Yeah, you're being real vague with like what she said. No, no, but I don't remember exactly. What, did, what was she wearing? I don't remember. I just remember the energy was really weird when she walked in. And I was like, I never felt in my life like I'd been propositioned like that in my own place. I don't... I, don't I wasn't expect. It caught me off guard. I'm like, because when I showed people through my apartment, I'd be like, one minute, I'm going to show you everything and I'd leave. And she kept trying to make me stay. And she's like, I've got an hour before. My-. She was making it real obvious. Like she had a time before her husband came. Yeah, yeah. But the dynamic Maybe was she, she liked had a husband. the thrill of like doing something with you. Yeah, of and, course um, she did. Quickly that- doing it before the husband arrives. Yes, like, that, was a, that exactly. That was the thrill of I just, like possibly being just, caught. Yeah. I still don't buy that she was actually coming on to you though. No, well, you had to be there. Why would you? Uh, probably because I Why would I be there? I, I don't know. Anyway. It was a weird energy and I felt like I was being taken advantage of and it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty women came on to me. Oh. I can't remember. That was weird. I, I mean, was she attractive? I can't remember. As attractive as Beck? She's the most beautiful. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you talking about the Airbnb? I was going to ask, so is that... Uh, behind the scenes, is it? It's like Uber, where you you rate the guests and the guests rate you. Yeah, it's back and forth, and you can't see until you've written a review for someone else, and then they've got fourteen days to do it. And if you don't respond, their review just pops up. I feel like more aspects of life should be this mutual rating system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything. I wish I could rate all my tour guests. Then I could warn other tour companies about taking them on as a guest. Ah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> 
So it should go both ways. And so then maybe that's a maybe that's a job opportunity for you. Maybe you should create a, a online directory or something that is just for tour drivers. That you can go in and like if you have a really bad group, you put their details in, in into this directory. So and then when someone else is taking a, a you know ah uh, he's taking a booking, he can go onto this online directory, punch the name in, and see if anyone have, has had bad experiences with them. That that should be like there you, go. you can make an app. Yeah, that should be like an Airbnb app type. So you have to pay for a transaction, and then you get to review each other, mm. right? Because I mean, it doesn't really work because they're never going to. I mean, be- everything though. I mean, like. I want to be able to rate the bitches that serve me at Coles. <laughs> Can you imagine what kind of world this would turn into? I just like, I went to Officeworks the other day and fuck, I don't think I've ever had good customer service in an Officeworks. Really? Ever. Really? Every time I, I go into Officeworks. I always get a good one out in Churnside. Well, maybe I need to start going all the way to Churnside for shout my out, office supply needs. Shout out Officeworks, which one you should service at? Uh, I'm going to call them out Fountain Gate You fucking suck oh, Fountain Gate Hey there's the review People will hear that now So they you know how there. when you go into an office works And you want to buy a USB or something They don't actually have them stocked They have those little cards And you pick up the card for the USB you want You've got to take it up the front And they can find it in a cabinet So I've done that Just wanted a USB man That's all I wanted I wanted to walk in Pick up a USB and walk out I was there for like 20 minutes Because I've walked up to the counter And she's turned around She's gone into the cabinet and the cabinet was so unorganized. Like my sock drawer is more organized than this cabinet where they've got hundreds of different USBs and they need to be able to find them in an instant. It was so unorganized. And she's searching around. So she was searching around in this cabinet for a good five minutes while I'm just standing there waiting, like for fuck's sake. She turns around, comes back to the computer, looks up the product code in the computer. She's like, yeah, we've definitely got it in stock. And she turns around, starts filing through the cabinet again, another fucking five minutes. She couldn't find it. Right, so they're out of stock? No, they had stock, but she just couldn't find it. So, so she, she comes back with another USB to me, one that is like the same brand and stuff, but it's a little bit more expensive because it was like quicker or something. Mm-hmm. But it was more expensive than the one that I wanted. And she's like, this is all I can find. She's like, I can't find it. <laughs> she's like, this one's more expensive. And that's when you're like, I should have shopped on Kogan. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It's like you have one job. And she didn't do it. How about you take the rest I of the think, day I to organise the fucking cabinet? Yeah. So this doesn't happen again, you stupid bitch. I thought the service was rude. So you're saying they're just not logistics. They're not logistical. They're not finding the shit. Yeah, but that's part of the service. Like if you can't fight, if you can't be trusted to find the fucking USBs in this cupboard, if this system is breaking down, then put them out on the fucking shelves. <laughs> Let me just be able to pick them up. No one's fucking going and being like, oh yeah, I'm going to fucking steal a fucking $60 USB stick. Ha ha ha. And that's really going to hurt their business that much if someone steals a $60 USB. Like, that's true. Fucked. That's true. They're even cheaper than that now. Aren't USBs like fucking 20 bucks? No, you, they're still, they're like, they're actually still pretty expensive. Really? I mean, I was buying, I was paying like 40 40 bucks or something for one that was like 120 gig. Okay. Well, you can use the cloud, yeah? No, the cloud sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we lost our last episode. It was lost to oh, the cloud. Oh, right, right, right. It was yeah. lost to the cloud. So I... Uh, Pour some out for our lost homies in the cloud. <laughs> hey, um, so I had an idea, right? I want to educate Kidney. people at home. I want to educate people at home. What if they're not listening to this at home? What if they're listening to it at work? Okay, wherever you're listening to it, I said to Christian earlier today, let's find places. Can you, put the ma- can you speak into the microphone? Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's speak into the microphone. There you go. <laughs> so I wanted to do this because I generally want to know myself as well. I, I thought about opening up a world map and then finding a place that I've never heard of, but it's a legit country. And I, just, I haven't looked at the map. I'm in Africa right now. I just found a country called Benin. Benin. <laughs> Benin. What if... And I want to know what this, this country is and why I haven't heard of it. So what if I open that? So it's basically around the left of Nigeria. We all know about Nigeria. Yeah, we all know who Nigeria. I've talked to them a lot in emails. I've tried to save a lot of princes and people stranded there. I was going to say, we've all heard from a Nigerian prince or two. Yeah, and it's... Big ro- royal family, very wealthy. And it's right next to but Ghana. But their funds are locked up in a bank that need your money to help <laughs> get it out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, directly south of Algeria, which is like just below Spain, is Benin. So, what the fuck? See, this world is so big. 
and just we don't know anything about it. So it's a country in West... Okay, it must have been French colonized. Official language is French. You're in the middle of Africa and they're speaking French. That's true of like a lot of African countries though. But everyone... Is Nigerians... Like it's right next to Nigeria. Do they speak French? How the fuck do I know? Well, you spoke to them in emails. You're looking at that. Um, you're looking at Google, not me. <laughs> How do you pronounce that? Ben Benin. See this again. Is... You're looking at it, not me. <laughs> I don't even know how it's spelled. How's it spelled? B e n i n. Maybe it's benign. <laughs> it's benign. What's that? What's the word that rhymes with benign? Fine. Is it benign like something? Crime. Isn't benign? Sign. You said what rhymes with it. Isn't it like a thing? Oh, benign? Like, yeah, like a benign tumor. Oh, like a... Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe that's the country, benign. Yeah, right. Hey, instead of this, what about... What if I throw some names of countries at you and you tell me whether they're real or fake? 12 million people. Okay, go for it. All right, hang on. Give me one second here. I need to... I've got a list of some countries, but... Shout out to benign. I hope you haven't got any tumors. All right. Uh, Avalon. Is that a real country? No, it's an airport. Could be a country. No, nah, it's not a country. Okay. Yep, you were right on that <laughs> one. <laughs> how, are you, how, are you, how are you finding the fake ones? <laughs> are you just saying them? <laughs> no, I've got a list of some uh, some fake ones and I've got a list of some real ones. Oh, wow. How did you... I've never heard of. Okay. Because I'm better at Google than you. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than looking up benign. Lesotho. What the fuck? Nah. No? Nah. That it's a real place. Where the fuck is that? Located in South Africa. The <laughs> tiny nation of Lesotho has been left mostly untouched by tourists. It's uh, only 100 miles wide. 100 miles? It's only 100 miles wide. It's uh, very mountainous uh, and it regularly sees snow. There yeah, you go. Yeah, right. South um, Africa. Uh, I'm thinking scan Africa. Kiribati. Kiribati. Is that real or fake? I'm just, it doesn't, none of them sound real. Speak it to the microphone. None of them sound real. I don't believe it. Is it real or fake? It's fake. No, it's a real, it's an <laughs> island in the middle of the Pacific. <laughs> it's, too, it's too much. Uh, well, I've never heard of these places. It has a surprisingly large population of 100,000. Yeah, right. Which, which islands? Which part of the world, though? Uh, the, well, in the Pacific Ocean. Oh, Pacific Ocean. Yeah, apparently it's in the, like, the middle of the Pacific Ocean. The fuck? Okay, that's um, like between here and America. Like, how do I not? Anyway. Okay, that's Cuckoo. It's not like we can travel anywhere. Fuck. One day we should just uh, fly. The Republic of Gilead. They that that sounds like a country. Real or fake? It's fake. Yeah, it is fake. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I can almost tell. That's the country mean. from the popular TV show, The Handmaid's Tale. What show? I don't even know that show, let alone the country. Yep. Um, Herzegovina. Slovakia. That's real. Herzegovina. It, it used to be Bosnia Herzegovina. It's one half of a country now. Nope, fake. Really? Yep. It's from a Agatha Christie book. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but she's real. Uh, Suriname. Oh, this is too far. I'm just going to be 50. I'm flipping a coin now. That's real. Suriname. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's actually one of the largest countries on this list. Uh, it's located between French Guyana, Brazil, and Guyana in the northeast corner of South America. The capital is Paramaribo. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. How do we... We just don't know anything. The world is a big place, my friend. It is a big fucking place. Okay. Um... Real or fake? Uh, Mulvania. That's real. Mulvania? Yeah. Fake. Damn it! <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, I'm yep. thinking of Moldova. It's from a, a travel book. It's from a parody travel book. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. A parody travel book? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Neverland. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael Jackson was real. I can confirm. Macaulay Culkin's been there. Yeah. Uh, Andorra. That's real. That is real. You got that one. Yeah, that's in Spain and France on the border, right? Uh, forget about the France, Switzerland, and Italy. The great. Apparently, it's uh, very good uh, for skiing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a situated in the heart of the Pyrenees. What? Where's that? It's got. To, it's more What's Spanish than it is French. Yeah. So 
Southern. Uh, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. That's legit. Is it? That's that, that's in the Bahamas. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, uh, yeah. Oh my God, Daddy's back. Not in the Bahamas. It's in the Caribbean. Oh, the Caribbean. Sorry, Bahamas is an island. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Fuck it. Oh, that's really exciting, Christian. We've really people are going to learn a lot from this. Yeah. Look, that's that's the end of my list. <laughs> How was that though? It was good. It makes me want to go. It makes you want to travel a bit more. Don't, don't you ever get like the urge to just like go to those places because they're just so. I out think of the life. most obscure place I want to go to. And I say obscure, I mean, it's a place you've heard of, but it's not like one of those huge touristy places. Frankston. Either um, Cheltenham or <laughs> Badger's Creek. <laughs> Badger's Creek. Nah, I really want to go Badger to Cuba. Creek. I know you've been. Yeah, I really Cuba. want to go to Cuba. Yeah, that's cool. Or um, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Is that the name of it? Yeah, it's called I'm Drawing a Blank. <laughs> It's a comedy club in Southeast Melbourne. <laughs> run by Kane Strongman. Uh, uh, no, where's like um, like the spice markets and um, Grand Hyatt basement? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's like oh, Morocco. Middle East, Morocco, thank you, Morocco, yeah. Marrakesh, like that yeah, area. I'd yeah, love yeah. to go there. I think yeah, that's yeah. that's that's another place I'd really like to go to. Yeah, but yeah, it's like not a really huge touristy spot, but yeah, I'd like to go there. Well, when you're in Spain, you can just ferry it to there. Morocco is quite achievable. Like the tours we did in Europe, like the the main ones, like Kentucky and Top Deck went to Morocco. Yeah, because that's like northern Africa, right? Um, yeah, it's northern Africa. It's, it's closest little, yeah, it's to continental western, Europe, west of the Middle East. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's and it's more top of Africa, like not that far from Egypt and that sort of thing. Yeah, you wouldn't walk there, but um, oh, I'd walk it. Yeah, well, you'd walk across Algeria. Was it Algeria? Just need some beers. Get some beers. Yeah, Morocco. Morocco is kind of like an extension of Europe almost. It's like the novelty, yeah, yeah. the novelty African. It's like the southernmost part of Europe that you'd. I mean, technically, that's probably Spain, but yeah, I think I think there's just too many places to fuck. I, I oh, I was on this. Um, I was I was speaking with Beck the other night, and I just randomly thought, what's on the other Who's side? Beck? It's that's uh, my partner. Oh yeah, it's my partner. It's ownership. It's it's so. We, I was like, I wonder if there's like a website that tells you what's directly below you on the other side of the planet. And okay. there fucking is. <laughs> Look, I found a website. You put in your address. So like if you dig straight down. Yeah, yeah. If you dig straight down, okay. it's got a Google map thing and the guy's got his... Did you, and you did it? I did it and I ended up in some boring ass part of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> oh, I was like, so just the, in the ocean. Yeah, the whole of Australia ends up in the Atlantic Ocean. But if The you whole go- of Australia will fit in the Atlantic yeah, Ocean? Yeah, fuck oath. Because the distance between America's east coast... And Europe, it's massive. It's like, it's That's like where a six-hour flight. Yeah, but yeah, so you can't yeah, fly okay. across Australia in six hours. Yeah, you'd be going over it. So then that would mean that you end up in Australia the ocean. would be too big to fit in the Atlantic yeah, yeah, Ocean. Yeah, but the, the, the closest thing I got was just south of New Zealand is Dublin. Yeah, but the <laughs> like Earth's flat like, anyway, so that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Earth's flat, exactly. Exactly. So how is it true? That's so you true. can't. Yeah. And what happens when you get to the edge of the Earth? I don't know. What happens? Uh, there's a wall. There's a wall. There's an ice wall, and, and this Mexican, and it's manned by the CIA, keeping us in, making sure that we don't. The CIA, in part with NASA, yeah, look, um, perpetuating the myth that the Earth is round. It's it's true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if anyone wants to find that out, just type that in on Google. Do you know there's <laughs> a there's a possibility that our that our galaxy is in the shape of a donut? Really? Mm-hmm. Which part of the donut are we in? The oh. jam bit? Or the the uh, like no the sprinkles. This, oh god! Yeah, what do you think about um? When do you think we'll colonize Mars? When when do you think when do you think the first people will be going to Mars? Twenty twenty five. The fuck! That's four years. That's when Elon said he'd do it. Really? Elon said he'll, he's going to have people on Mars by twenty twenty five. But he, he can't be the only dude doing that. If you had to put money on something, and Elon says, "Hey, I'm going to do this by this date," it's a good thing to put your money on. Yeah, he follows through. Yeah, yeah. He says he's going to have people on Mars by 2025. Right. What would it take for you to go there? Because I'm really keen to send you. What's What's the mission brief? Like, sell it to me. What What's the mission? You're going there to colonize Mars. Isn't you're going there to colonize. You're not coming back. So by colonize, what's my role in the colonization? You are a semen provider. I'm a semen provider. <laughs> Am I just jerking <laughs> off into like test tubes or do I get to sleep with people? You get to naturally conceive. Okay. But then you have to deliver... You have to breastfeed. 
I have to deliver and breastfeed. <laughs> yeah. So what? The baby somehow ends up in me. Yeah. No, I'm out. <laughs> no, no, no. What? How much? Is, is it assumed if you go there, there's a higher risk of dying or like not coming back? I mean, there's a greater risk of dying there than here, isn't there? Like, not if you drive on uh, Marina Highway to the city at nine AM. <laughs> I mean, a lot of accidents. The the risk of me dying living on Mars is greater than the risk of me dying as I live and breathe now. True. So, what would there be any? What an adventure, though. Yeah, but if they said six months, be there and then. I would assume that that six months isn't going to be six months. If they said we are only sending you for six months, I would just no, that's assume the flight. in the back of my head. That's the flight. Oh, man. that's the flight. That's is the six flight months. time. Okay. That's the fucking flight time. Is this a um, like a Prometheus, uh, like interstellar sort of thing where like I go into like a deep sleep and I wake up there, or do <laughs> I go should, into like do, do I that. get like cryogenically frozen or something for the long for for the long flight, or we'll am I see. awake for that six month flight? Well, I, think I can barely handle the flight to LA, like, and that's fifteen <laughs> oh, hours. You'd be <laughs> you're like, you're like, get me off this fucking plane to Disneyland. Um, no, it's nine. It's it's nine months without the planets aligned, and then it's six months when they align or something. Apparently, there's a three month gap. But I was listening to this on the Elon when he's talking to Joe Rogan. Okay, and he said they can do it in three months, but the, if you miss it, you'll miss Mars and end up at like Jupiter or something. <laughs> So if you're at six months, it's more safe. That's a really bad Uber driver that misses <laughs> yeah. your location and ends up somewhere else. You're like, fuck, we've got to add three months to this trip. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm assuming... On your dollar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he'll still ask for a tip. Yeah. But um, I, I reckon... What would it take you to go there? Like, I know there's probably not enough money. It's hypothetical. Well, money's like... The thing is, is money even gonna it's, it's not money money's not really even a temptation like that no, isn't isn't it? what what are you paying me for i'm, I'm not i can't go to the fucking movies over on mars like <laughs> money doesn't mean shit to me once i'm up there so i have no family to send the money to so it'd be more of like um you could set your family up here and almost martyr yourself yeah that's the thing yeah it's like emily's like fucking buying gucci bags and shit like, oh, it's well, crazy yeah. <laughs> it's this is a dark thought that's just crossed my mind but people do that in our current day and age what do you mean they like will leave their family in like india or china or something to come to another country to make money and just to send home yeah that will yeah but then the family's like fuck yeah but like, yeah they but sit you're back doing that they chill on mars I guess it's not about... It's more I about... Think it's legacy, isn't it? Uh, part of me, yeah. I think the biggest thing that appeals to me is like you'll forever be known as one of the first people on Mars. Which is huge. That helps settle Mars. I mean, especially if like, for example, you work at Centrelink and like you're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my career five years. You get trained up, go to be an astronaut. You're making much more of an impression on history than what you were doing at your desk job. What are you talking about? The people at Centrelink are like... They're going to go down in history. <laughs> it's like providers. Yeah. They work for the government. Anyway, anyone with a you know job that's kind of, you're never going to be remembered for, which is a lot of jobs, you get a chance to be that human being as a part of the history books. Yeah. Imagine how many people existed when like Tesla, what's the fuck's his name? Nikola Edison? Tesla? Ni- Nikola Tesla was around. We don't know anyone else's name from that era, but his name resonates forever. I do. Edison. Yes. <laughs> There's only a few of them. There's only a few of them. There's only, but you're like, you can't. Yeah, you can't, you, didn't I, bitch? Yeah, like if I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would do that just for the legacy, or oh, and the experience. Yeah, they like I hope- said, your your name's going to be synonymous with Mars for the rest of your life. Yeah, like one day there's going to be that one day. Let's say hypothetically this happens, one day there will be cities on Mars, and they'll have, you know, a museum or monuments or something to the people that founded that city. Yeah, because it's a civilization uh, and. Uh, planetary change okay let me flip this shout out to the neanderthals you you can go back and be the inventor of one great uh like big invention so you could go you can go back and be an ironing board you want to be the guy that invented invented ironing ironing boards i was going to say you could be nikola tesla (laughs) and you (laughs) know you created i invented ironing boards electricity you've got the pattern for ironing boards okay you want to be the guy that invented the ironing board? Yeah. I don't even know his name. That's how much, that's <laughs> how little he contributed. He to must history. have been German. I'm just going to assume he was German. Like she, she was German. I'm sure the thing is we had tables, and yeah. he's like, no, that's not good enough. Let's make a retractable. Let's that like that's a pretty useless invention. A table. <laughs> 
uh, it's it's a retractable. Fuck this thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know it, yeah, it might be useless, but if you have like the, his, how his, many people have them? He's like quit his day job and he's come home and he's like, babe, I've got a fucking great idea. And she's like, what? Hit me. He's like, I've got this great idea. I've got an invention. I, I quit my job today. She's like, what? How are you going to, you're supposed to be providing for the family. What do you mean you quit your job? He's not, I've got this amazing idea. It's going to make us millions of dollars. I've got an amazing idea for an invention. And she's literally standing there ironing clothes at the table. She's like there. They've got like a hall table or something. And she's there ironing her, the clothes. And he's like, stop that. You don't have to do this anymore. She's like, what? Iron the clothes? You're going you're gonna to invent something that means I don't have to iron anymore? He's like, well, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you still got to work for it. You got to still work for it. Well, what's your invention? Tell me. What's this invention? All right. Ironing board. <laughs> oh. Two words. Ironing board. I've patented She's it. She's like, well, is that like a bigger iron? Like it's a board that I just press on the clothes? No, no, no. You iron the clothes on it. <laughs> Oh my How God. amazing is that? Papi, you've made us millions. You're what do Spanish. you mean? Hola. Ironing, what's wrong with the table? No, forget the table. It's a soft fabric top. It's a, got a soft fabric Heat top. Heat resistant. And the legs fold away and it goes away. Oh my God. So then you don't have to leave it out. But, do but I this th- is a table that has other functions if I leave it out. What a fucking idiot. What an idiot. He could and you want to be him. He could, I, I'm going to put a cup holder on an ironing table and patent it. Okay, now there's an idea. You got beers. Get on the beers while you're flattening your clothes. It's um. So you're gonna market it to men. I'm gonna do a man ironing board. It's gonna be man colors, which is black and red, because everyone likes a red Ferrari and a black Hellcat. Yep. And it's gonna have like man board on the top, and then the surfers are gonna get angry. They're gonna be like, oh, "I'm a man on my surfboard." What's put fins on the bottom. Oh, I'm gonna put fins on the bottom. Put fins on the There's bottom. There's gonna be a surf edition. And uh, yeah, fins on the bottom. Oh my god. And a cup holder. And all of a sudden, men everywhere are gonna be like, "I need to get that. I'm gonna start ironing." Oh my god. Women are gonna buy it for their men to encourage them to iron. This could be a huge invention. And then the chicks are gonna be turned into software developers. So they've they got more time. Code. They've got more time to code. <laughs> the women are gonna yeah, yeah. put down the iron, ladies. It's time for you to get in there, learn to code. <laughs> learn to code. The men, this this ironing board's gonna have a leg detachable, so you can go in the pool, put your beers in it, and iron in the pool with a cordless Bluetooth Wi-Fi iron. Why does it have Bluetooth and Wi-Fi? Because you want to listen to your music while you're ironing. Oh, so it's a speaker. <laughs> yeah, as well as an iron. yeah, and you iron in the pool. Yeah, but what if the clothes get wet? It doesn't matter. They'll dry next to the pool. You push it to the end, and it sits on the edge. Holy shit! Call the patent agency. We need to get onto this now. Patent holding. We need a patent lawyer. Uh, we need an architect to draw this up. We need an engineer to figure out the the function of the Bluetooth and all that with the iron. Let's get onto it. I just got a call from marketing. They want to call it Iron Man boarding because you want to feel like an Iron Man when you're boarding. I, I think that needs work. <laughs> men need to work on ironing their clothes. Release the women. Stop the coding, men. Get pick up the iron, ladies. Finish the ironing. Finish it. Don't just. Oh my it. god! Like, you may as well finish it and then pick up coding. And the board will have a Bluetooth plug in it. A, what's a Bluetooth plug? Bluetooth like, is wireless. Sorry. <laughs> A USB plug, a USB so you can charge your phone while you're listening to music through your iron. So does that mean the ironing board now has to plug into the wall? Um, That's wireless. Everything's battery charged. So now you need to charge your ironing board. Yeah, yeah. So you need to charge the ironing board so that then you can charge your phone. Cordless. No, that sounds... No, no, no. You've lost me. You know when you put your phone on that thing, you don't plug it in? I'm taking back my million dollars. You've lost me. Iron Man board. I was on board. Iron Man board. I was on board. I'm taking my investment away. Anyway. Anywho. Um, that was a good idea. Yeah. So, but any, come on, any inventor in history of a major thing? Um, seriously, what would you uh, go back and be the inventor of? I would want to invent the car. You want to be I wanted to, I wanted to be the guy inventing the car, the four, if it's the four guy or whoever. Henry Ford. And I want to go up to the, the what, did they, what did they say? It's classic. If they hadn't invented cars, they just would have said, we'll add more horses. Right? Add more horses. Like they said, why do I need a car? I'll just get extra horses. Remember because it was horse and carriage? Oh, yeah, they, they yeah. Were, And they were like, why would I... It's like now when you do tech... The car horse carriage thing is like today's technology. Why do I need a better version of this? I'm already happy with this, right? I want to be the guy that's gone to the horse people and said, nah, fuck you. Stop 
putting your horses on pavement and cobblestone and ruining their feet, your dog, and you can't even take them that far. Just here, have a car. It's got a motor engine and have a four wheels and you can steer it and it goes further. I think you would fuck history up by your shitty sales pitch. <laughs> I think the car wouldn't have made it. <laughs> I think ah, if you went back, shit. like it's the one of the biggest inventions ever, the car, the motor vehicle, you would... Like we'd still be riding horses if you went back and made that pitch. No, no, I, this is my pitch you again. Would Let me pitch again. Fuck history. Okay, you're a guy with a horse carriage. All right. So okay. just, just come up to me. I've just invented the car. Hey, what's that she got there? Well, man. Hey, what's your name, sir? Nigel. I'm Henry McGillis. Hey, Henry McGillis. Nice to meet you. I'm Ronald Sterling. Ronald Sterling. What are you on there, sir? I've got a car. And look, PlayStation are not too soon. Uh, I've got a car and it's better than your horse because it will go further and you don't need to feed the horse. You just put fuel in the car and you can drive What's it. What's fuel? Fuel is from our ancestors in Quebec. And it was drilled out of the oil. No, you lost me. Okay. I don't know how you to sell a car. Quebec, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think you need to work on your salesmanship. I, I'm, this is why I'm not a salesperson. Clearly. Um, this is why the stock of uh, <laughs> plummeting because you can't convince anyone to buy it. <laughs> I don't need to. It sells itself. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but um, yeah, look, to be honest, you just made me feel like, yeah, I can't sell a car, which is funny because I love cars. But mm. Yeah. It is what it is. Henry time. McGillis wasn't buying it. Oh, well, I rode off into the sunset and sold some eventually. Maybe one or two. Imagine having the patent for cars. Imagine um, if Ford patented like four wheels and a steering wheel and a motor engine and a diff. Did he? Well, it didn't work. And uh, like now making. they've changed and like, you know, they've changed so much. Would it resemble anything in that original patent? Uh, no, but like everything's essentially the same. The the, the steering wheel to diffs and yeah, drivetrain, okay. the transmission. Yeah. If, you, if you patented that link, right? And this... You know, oh, and then someone brings out a three-wheel vehicle. That was never going to work. Yeah. But um, then wouldn't that mean we'd only ever have one one car maker? True. Well, we only have one we elastic. We wouldn't have the Tesla. We only have one elastic band, don't we? We wouldn't have the Tesla. We, but we have multiple plastic bags. I don't know. Where does it stop? We wouldn't have Tesla. True. They're changing now. Kind of, right? How? Oh, they're still sort of the same though, aren't they? They're still like a traditional car. They still got the drivetrain you steer. Yeah, exactly. So the battery really just feeds the fuel aspect. Yeah. I don't understand. I really don't know how the cars work. I can't even change my fucking oil. Well, that explains why you can't sell them. Yeah, that's pretty much why. <laughs> can you can you change your oil air filter? In some parallel universe somewhere, you're you're like a car salesman and you're really good at your job. Yeah, well, I'm a lot of things in different parallel universes. Well, of course. Do you, uh, do you I'm also doing this to podcast. that theory that there are infinite parallel universes and in every single one you're you're different? I believe that, but what freaks me out is how it all started. The Big Bang. What Sheldon got to do with this? Ah, ah, bazinga. I'm so up to date with shows. APS <laughs> hey, Friends is better than Seinfeld. Uh, I'm not even going to get started on you with this. Kramer is a racist that ruined the whole series. I can't. I found out recently that Bo rates Friends <laughs> higher than. I don't even want to get into this, to be honest. <laughs> It's because he knows it's true you and he can't defend it. me he so much. Defend it. He you cannot defend it. He frustrate me so much with this. What, because it's the truth? It's bullshit. It's the truth. So I found out recently, Bo legitimately it. thinks Friends is better than Seinfeld. Now, look, I'm not like a huge Friends hater. <laughs> like, I'm not one of those people that are like, no, like you can only watch Seinfeld. Like, Friends is okay. But to say that it's better is outrageous. So many, so much evidence. Prove it. Um, the show is more diverse. It's got more characters. Um, it had um, way more of a legacy. That's probably not true. No. So list I, me. Permanent list me. characters. Okay, okay, hang on. All right, all right. So what? Because it's got a main cast of six instead of four. Yeah, and then Paul Rudd was in there. Okay, but <laughs> name me like side characters. Uh, you know how The Simpsons is so famous because like there's like a hundred characters that anyone can name. You, yeah. you only have to have watched like a fucking season and you'll know no, like a no. hundred characters. Name me as many characters of Friends that aren't the main six as you can. Go. Donald. Janine. Who's Donald? No. They're, they're ep- you just name them. Are you Who's Donald? Me expl- you didn't say Who's explain. Donald? Donald, that guy in episode 366 of season five where he no. walks in the cafe <laughs> no. and he's, he's arguing with Lisa Kudrow's character. No, sorry. You see, now I'm telling you the truth. Who's right? Janine? 
Genie, it was out of the bottle. It was the episode, season four, episode 12, uh, where Lisa Kudrow had a friend come from a bottle. No. Nah. See, with Seinfeld, there's so many other great characters that you know. You know the soup Nazi. Everyone knows the soup Nazi. Who knows fucking... Oh, Donald. <laughs> nah, nah. You Paul can't Rudd. even name me one. <laughs> but Paul Rudd. Paul, what was his character's name? I don't know his fucking character's name. Aha! Uh-huh! So that guy's name the soup Nazi? The soup Nazi. Everyone knows the soup Nazi. That's not going to be his no name. No soup for you. But that's just what he's referred to as. It's not his name. Uh, I, I don't think we ever got a name of the character. I don't think the character ever had a name. He was known as the Soup Nazi. Obviously, you don't know much about Seinfeld. He was the Soup Nazi. <laughs> I don't know. I was talking about the main character. Who's Donald? It was season four, episode 12. I thought you said 366 of episode of season I did. five. He was in both. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't watch either of them. <laughs> I, just said, I just said to you one day, Friends is better than Seinfeld, and it's worked out really good. It's been a really good investment. It's been a good investment for you because now we all bombard you with Seinfeld memes. Yeah, yeah. And by all of you, it's you and Draper. It's me and Draper because we love Seinfeld because Seinfeld's great and Friends is I'll just, not great. I'll just open my phone one morning and you've sent me memes of Seinfeld and you send the same one from two different accounts. Yeah. And I say to both of those accounts, fuck off. <laughs> and then we'll do the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. I think I. I think so, I would almost say Seinfeld's more cultish. Like it's got a cult following. It's like the the storylines are more, in crazy and memorable, where um, Friends has got a more dynamic um, character interaction. Mm. Okay. I, it's more relatable when you watch Seinfeld. I don't relate to what Jerry's doing or what George is doing. Like when it, when it's Friends, it's more like people living our age and like shared housing and shit. Like I kind of get that. Within Seinfeld, Kramer just busts through the door. I'm like, when is this door locked? Like, that's weird. They're in a shared apartment, but this tall guy. It's the same in Friends. They all just walk in and in and out of each other's apartments. Yeah, but they the live no together. They live together. Not all. Kramer's just like fucking rocking up all the time. I don't know. They live together. He borrows no, Jerry's no, no, no. food. Is that what he does? Yeah, he he always walks into Jerry's apartment and takes food from his fridge and then leaves. <laughs> oh, and it all it all goes back to when um like Jerry first moved in, Kramer came in and asked really politely to like borrow something. And Jerry was like, yeah, help yourself. And Kramer was like, oh, re- really? And Jerry's like, yeah, we're neighbours. Like, what's mine is yours. Oh, and that's how he just abuses and the so privilege. <laughs> Kramer just took that as like, oh, okay. I can what a just great show. Help myself. It's so fucking funny. That show's probably the second best show I've ever seen. It's the best. Friends being the first. Mm, Sopranos. Sopranos? Never watched Sopranos it. Sopranos is the best This show is where I, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, no, you need to go sit down and watch all the Sopranos. Mm. But yeah, um, well, that, that argument's settled then. We no. both agree that Seinfeld's second tier to Friends. No. For That's reality. not how that ended at all. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap this up. I'm going to go and uh, research some countries. What are you going to go to? <laughs> I'm going to start a band. I'm going to go with and you. find out uh, a bit more about Benign. <laughs> and hope uh, they get over it. Yeah. But imagine if Benign was next to Tumor. Or Timor. <laughs> benign Timor? Like Benign Tumor? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. I'm sorry. I apologize. Hey guys, I just want to give you all a bit of advice. Um, if it ever gets too hard, just remember it gets soft again. Thanks for that. <laughs> See you next time.